Juan was the best sandwich maker in the city. He was very consistent with how much meat, mayo, lettuce, tomato, mustard, cheese, and how many pickles he put on his sandwiches. He never skimped out on anything. He never gave too much of anything. Juan was a man on a mission. Every customer left his sandwich shop happily with the exact sandwich they came in looking for. Not one person complained over a span of three whole years. But his hot streak was over in a flash after he hired Ben, a retired shoe salesman from the west side, the rich side of the city, who was desperate to find work to keep himself from becoming bored and fat. Ben was a hard worker, but he was no sandwich maker. At least, not like Juan. Juan hired him anyway, thinking that Ben's attitude towards work would shine through the sandwiches and the customers would come to love Ben's work. Well, Juan was wrong. Abigail walked into Juan's sandwich shop one day during her lunch hour and ordered the same sandwich she always ordered. Ham, turkey, salami, provolone cheese, lettuce, mayo, mustard, jalapenos, and two crunchy pickles. She was very particular about her sandwich, and this was why she continued to buy it from Juan. He knew what she liked, and he always made it perfectly. In fact, he named the sandwich after Abigail. He called it the Abbey, which was how Abigail introduced herself. As previously stated, Abby walked into the sandwich shop and ordered her sandwich. She was surprised to see someone else there. Juan had been the only person she ever saw there. Hi, I'm the Abby, she said to Ben. Ben smiled and returned the courtesy. Hi, I'm the Ben. Abby gave him a smile, a chuckle, then cleared her throat and asked, Where's Juan? Is he okay? He didn't quit, did he? No, ma'am, he didn't quit. He hired me last week so he could take a few days off here and there. He'll be back on Thursday. Oh, whew, okay. I was on vacation last week. Must be why I didn't know. Must be. What can I do for you? I'll have the Abbey. Exactly how it's written up there on the menu. You got it, Ben said. Then he turned around to prepare the sandwich and muttered, Figures. Abby sat down at the table she always sat down at, stared out the window she always stared out, and sipped from the same travel coffee mug she always sipped her mocha from. She tapped her ring finger against the side of the purple stainless steel mug and allowed her mind to wander for a few minutes. Abby, she heard Ben say, a little too loudly, she thought. Good to go? she asked. All said, Ben replied. She handed Ben a 20, told him to keep the change, and headed out the door. She went back to work the same way she always went. She said hello to the same old flower shop lady she always spoke to. And she handed the doorman of her office building the complimentary chips from the sandwich shop that she always handed him. She hated chips, but she understood they were complimentary, and someone would want them if she didn't. She walked up the stairs, went into her office, sat down at her desk, and gently tore the paper off the sandwich. Her eyes widened as they always did at the sight of the sandwich. 
It was marvelous. It was very big, but very neatly put together. She picked up the sandwich and took her first bite. It was everything she loves in her sandwich. Since she was now sure that Ben was just as flawless as Juan, she could eat the sandwich the way she always had, in the most ravenous way. She gorged on the sandwich, little pieces of meat falling out of her mouth onto a little puddle of mustard and mayo that had already dripped out, as if it was trying to save itself. She would scoop that up with her pinky finger when the sandwich was devoured. She crunched, slurped, burped, swallowed, and repeated until the sandwich was three-fourths of the way gone. Then, she stopped suddenly, dropped the rest of the sandwich on the paper on her desk, and stared at it in disbelief. Her hands shook. Her eyes widened. Her mouth hung open, a little piece of lettuce dangling from her lip. She slowly reached down and grabbed the top piece of bread off the sandwich. She flipped it back and gasped. What the shit? She said through a mouthful of food. She threw the sandwich against the wall in a pretend attempt to get it in the trash can. She would pick it up later. Feverishly, she typed on her computer. When she'd found what she searched for online, she slammed her laptop closed and ran out of her office. She didn't mention to anyone what she was doing. Ben closed the sandwich shop down for the day and walked home. When he entered his apartment, he was met with a smell that made him queasy. What the hell is that? He said to himself. He put his coat down on the couch and walked into the kitchen. He followed the smell all the way to the back of the apartment, into his bedroom. Upon entering his room, he almost tripped over a black high-heeled shoe. What the... He almost finished saying. Oh, that's mine. He heard a voice say from the corner of the room. Who's there? He asked as he flipped the light switch on. Just me. The Abbey. Remember me? Yeah, I remember you. Why are you in my house? Apartment, but I'm here because you disgust me. I, I, I disgust you? Yes. You disgust me. What did I do? Was there a hair in your sandwich? Oh, you wish. If it was just a hair, I would have removed it and kept eating. No, what you did was far worse than a hair. Oh, oh God, I'm... I'm sorry, I don't even know what I... I bet you don't. You made the sandwich. You should know exactly what you did. You should know what's in it that doesn't belong in it. I would have never served you a sandwich knowing it had something in it that shouldn't have been there. But didn't you, though? Didn't you, Ben? What was, I'll kill you for what you did. Abby threw a large glass jar at Ben's head. He just managed to duck it as it smacked the wall behind him and shattered, its contents going everywhere. What the hell? Ben shouted. Abby pulled a knife from her jacket pocket and stepped slowly towards Ben, who backed away from her. Just as he got ready to turn and run, he tripped over the black high-heeled shoe and fell into the hallway. His ankle sang out in throbbing pain, and this made him ignore the fact that his head was now bleeding profusely. He hit his noggin on the doorframe as he tried to catch himself, but he would never get the chance to worry about that. Not if Abby could help it. She took the blade to his throat and slid the knife across it. As blood trickled from Ben's throat, 
He tried to stop it with his left hand and fight off Abby with the right, but he was slipping in and out of consciousness at this point. He didn't have the Werenthal to fight. When Ben's right hand stopped clawing at her, Abby reached behind her, onto the floor, and grabbed something. Ben couldn't quite tell what it was through the blurry vision. He could smell it, though. He figured it out, but it was too late. The Abby only has two pickles. You gave me four, Abby yelled as she shoved the big dill pickle into Ben's mouth. By this time, Ben was all but unconscious. He didn't fight back at all. The pickle went into his mouth easily. When Abby realized that Ben was no longer fighting, she smiled, stood up, brushed herself off, grabbed her shoes, and walked out of the apartment. She went home and enjoyed the rest of her night, but the next morning she was surprised to learn that Ben had survived the attack. Not only had he survived, he had already informed the police who attacked him. After Abby was arrested and thrown into a cell, she decided that it would be best for her. Every day would be exactly the same. Nothing would be different. Nothing would be out of place. She would get the right amount of pickles on her sandwiches. She smiled and took a deep, relaxing breath. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Friday for another episode where I only do stories now. I don't do the conspiracy theories on the podcast anymore. I only do the conspiracy theories on the YouTube channel, Fiction or Nah. If you want the conspiracy theories as well, go subscribe to the YouTube channel and thank you in advance. These podcast episodes will be shorter outside of the bonus episodes, which will be um, airing on days that are not Friday. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly which day because there's no set day for a bonus episode. It's just when I feel like it. And I'll be talking about just whatever's on the brain. Also, follow me on Twitter at KTJPlays. And follow me on Instagram at Epic Rain KJ.